Taylor Swift. And she's I'm sleeping. Sleeping. Just let him go. Just let him go. Slandering Taylor Swift. I'll sit down. And sit I'll in this chair, Eva. Over here, Eva. Go ahead. Come over here and defend her the Swifties. Sit in that chair. Look, she knows Do all these things. Yeah. She even knows that they're called Swifties, but she doesn't she know anything. She just said they were Swifties. 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 Swifties is Isn't funny. that the thing you push her on the floor to get the dust? A Swiftie? Yeah, so that's Taylor Swift. Oh, that's Swiffer. 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 I'm going to start calling them Swiffers. Her fans are Swiffers. Oh, kitty. So, yeah, shake it off. I'm not a fan. Eva, microphones. The Eva doesn't, uh, uh, Taylor Swift doesn't even have to have dated Eva. and broken up with those. She's writing songs for her audience. This is the microphone? No, your microphone is right there. I'm right what? there to your left. Aren't you interested? You know, aren't you in, in this room every day messing up my stuff in here? Yeah. I don't know what the microphone looks like. Doesn't matter. Okay, Swifties, go. Go. Wait, we did fence. Mike needs to be closer. Let's go. 12 inches, no, Eva. like here, like to your mouth. Taylor Swift is a goddess queen, and I worship her, and I would Seriously, follow her to the end of the world. This is our generation right here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> because this girl... Her generation. You don't know anything people, about though. her. You're making me I laugh. Know I everything don't. I no, know her. I know she, everything I... You can't not hear you, about her. You, you read everything in no, this. No, I don't read it. Online. I just I hear so it. You know everything. I hear. I hear, I heard. I heard a couple of weeks ago. Ooh. She was the first artist that released. They don't call them albums anymore. I don't know what no, she had, she had, she had, they still call them albums. No, 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 she had, she had all. What's funny about that? Because <laughs> albums, that's what's funny albums about are vinyl. It's a, that's what, <laughs> oh my God. That's what, that's what an album was, was a grandma. A vinyl album. you say album. that out loud in a microphone? <laughs> grandma, music, believe it or not, music has kept on going since whenever you were You know what, the girls over there at the ranch, because we have, we've installed like a music um, sound system into so the, yeah, and you make them listen to Billy Joel all day. No, <laughs> no, that, that 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 device is gone. No, Jenna <laughs> comes in and says she's because it's on Spotify now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she comes in and I go, well, well what are you playing? So she cl- clicks this playlist of like what's on what's in the Spotify. Yeah, it's I'm, Christmas music for no, Jenna. It's like I have never heard of a single person on there. Bohemian Rhapsody is the first one on that playlist. It was. That's Eva's Pitbull playlist. Pitbull was on there. Mr. That was Worldwide. me. That was me. I only put I only <laughs> put one you? song. I only put one song on there, and I put Fireball by Pitbull, and that was me. Pitbull was on there. <sighs> Everything, Everything, Everything else I had never heard of. Well, never. I don't even want to know about a Pitbull. He's a cool guy. I do know who Pitbull is. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. I've heard the name. But what I was saying about the Swiffy and the Swiffers, the Swiffers, the Swifters, the Swifties. She released an album, and every single song went into the top ten. Yep, which uh, has I never was, happened in I was, the history. I was really? about to show you, like she asked what the so top song of Taylor I Swift hear was. About it smells, Taylor that Swift. smells like shenanigans to me. It smells no, like no, it was like a reality. shenanigans. It's just a cult following. She's like really, really popular. Well, she's a well, real, she's, she's a good. Uh, songwriter. I mean, she's a talented, she has really good. She's like, a very lyrics. talented person who is a good writer. She's not the mm-hmm. best singer, but she's a good writer, Ooh. and so she's got a, a following. <laughs> There's a of, lot of artists like that, like Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow. Do you want to know what she's been doing? That's like so sing. cool. Okay, she's like been read. Okay. So whenever she was exploited in the music industry, oh when she was a kid, we're going, on back and to, we're going back to school. When she was one. a kid, all those like albums, Red, all the other ones, there's like 10,000 Taylor Swift albums. She remade them recently and made a Taylor's version. So Because Scooter Braun and, and bought her. And now she gets her. the rights back to her own music. Wasn't so she's Scooter Braun the same manager for... Um, 
He bought her catalog. Who was the young instead kid? of? She says that it wasn't offered to her for her to her to buy it, but he bought her Who's catalog. Who's Scooter Braun? And so she decided to re, to he's a manager to redo all of her albums mm-hmm. that he bought currently, and she's redone them all so that she can own all of her own work. Yeah, how she's did, a girl wait a minute, boss. How that's did why. She, how did she not own them? To because she was fourteen years old, mm-hmm. and her dad negotiated the deal with the record company, and she did not own her work. And the record company is one of the most predatory industries. Like, Dude, Kenny was thought, Kenny was a music business major, and he dropped out after almost completing it because he had a, he went to like intern for a for a label, and he like hated hated the hated the industry, hated the business. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. I thought Taylor Swift's dad was like in the industry. I, that's what I've, I have no idea. I've, I've never heard, heard about that a too. In my life. Yeah, because it's like that. That's what I always thought about the Taylor Swift thing. It's like she's only popular because like, like basically like a form of nepotism. Nepotism. Where it's just like you know. I mean, just... she's just a really good songwriter, though. I mean, and her lyrics have always resonated with young girls. Mm. I wouldn't believe she even writes them. I, I mean, wouldn't either. <clears throat> yeah, I don't believe it. She does. I do. <clears throat> I believe in the Taylor Swift. I believe lore. it. I believe in but what, like Eva, that's savior. why she, she, Taylor she, Swift is my this week. She crashed Ticketmaster and all. Yeah, that. that's what I'm saying. Because that's a, that's a, it, it's Eva, Eva, and all. You know. Well, I'm okay. This this is a mild level. I f- all I feel like all girls, most girls, if you ask them on the street, like, do you like Taylor Swift? The answer is going to be yes. Like that's where I'm at. I'm I don't like worship her. I don't know. I don't know every song. I have a basic understanding. Nobody and I hates like her. her. You know? I, I hate her. But a lot of young you girls. I, myself I, I, I didn't like even know about the concert thing because. That just isn't yeah, what I get blow, on my she's feed. She's blown apart Ticketmaster. Like they cannot manage her ticket sales. Well, it's funny because I, I I went out to I, I went out to lunch or dinner like with with Emma and then it was one of her one of her other friends too, and they were like, um, they I okay so I guess Taylor Swift hasn't like gone on tour in like a couple of years. I do not know. Well, this is my pandemic. So the, so yeah, and 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 that makes sense. So obviously with the huge following that she has, and now she wants to start a tour again. Um, you know, there's obviously like a large demand for that. So <clears throat> Emma's friend, who's just like one of those, you know, like you all have one of those friends who's just like, I'm going to, you got, know, she gets I'm going to I'm gonna do like three monitors, it. hit refresh. I'm going to sit here all yeah. day and I'm, I'm going to get, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna get, get it. it. Gonna get Everyone it. has that friend. Well, Emma's friend is, is, is that girl. And, the, and, the, and that's what she did in, in the beginning of all this to like get tickets. And she actually got tickets. So Emma's going. And so like, and so like reading about like what's been happening, it's like there's a lot of people who didn't get tickets. And if you and if you did get tickets, now you can sell them for like you know seven thousand dollars. No, the the highest I heard was twenty eight thousand dollars a ticket. I think that was euro. I think that was a euro. And see, that's the question: is how many people that that are on there crashing the site are scalpers who are just trying? Ticketmaster does that by by themselves. That's that's what they're saying. Is Ticketmaster that's that's like a whole other thing, but. But yeah, you know, they, she was one of the ones that like actually got the tickets and like, I've just been like informing Emma of like, (laughs) I just sent her a text like two hours ago, like, well, now the government's starting an antitrust lawsuit in the Ticketmaster just because of Taylor Swift. But, 40 years too late. You know, but it's like... Well, but it's a monopoly. Pearl Jam's entered the chat. It has a monopoly. Well, on- yeah, okay. So basically what, what Ticketmaster is doing is like Ticketmaster's like, I'm Ticketmaster. I'm selling tickets and I'm selling like a certain amount of tickets. And then there's a whole back burner, also Ticketmaster, buying those tickets and then like scalping them to just make more profit. So that's why it's like, yeah, I mean, Ticketmaster has always been just like a, a massive scam and piece of crap. So go get them. And the, and the fees 
on Ticketmaster are damn near as high as what the tickets are that you're the, the fees that they charge. Usually you. more. Yeah, with the whole Elton John thing, just it's go outrageous. into that. Like, it's you, like you have no ability to like. They're, well, there's, that's what I'm saying. They're, it's a monopoly, so it's not like you it's can so go monopoly and go, take it, my business somewhere it's else. It's so monopoly yeah. that if you want a tour and you don't want to use Ticketmaster, you can't. That's the what venue, venues won't yeah. even host that's you. That's the problem. Yeah, they own and all the I, venues too. And I too. saw Taylor Swift say because you know I do see like news feed goes by, and I mean it's of course it's discouraging to her because they told her that they could handle this, and they obviously couldn't handle it. But, but what I heard is that they were giving out like they were giving out like passcodes to people, like kind of a lottery number system. Yeah, where yeah. they could put their code in and see if you can. But it was like a waiting in line thing. Click, click, refresh, try and get in. I, I, I don't really know how. I haven't tried to buy tickets like that in a long time. But yeah. But yeah. I just get a little notification from my app. I have a little app called Bands in Town, and it tells and it, it tells me when like it goes it it has my Spotify, and it tells me when a band I like is coming. And it's a good app. I'm surprised I use that. that you like Taylor Swift because the music that you like is horrific. <laughs> That's not true at all. He has like really good oh taste. Yeah, not horrific taste like wet. No. I've ridden in the car with him for twenty hours. She likes that she's got like Deftones written on her wall and stuff. She likes yeah. good music. She I knows like what good music, music is. This is terrible. She likes trash too. Even like bands. even like all across the board. I mean, I can't really say anything bad about it. She's, what, she's Wes she's would even good... let us turn it off a techno pop. Yeah, the I'm driving. Yeah, that I'm driving. is. I'm ret- driving. Yeah, I'll which is why, if you ever notice, I never ride anywhere with Wes. Yeah. Well, we we tried to turn. No, it. I do as a passenger. He he was in control. We were lost. He was controlling the air conditioning and heater, and yeah, we had to listen there. to techno pop. Yeah, it's hot. It in was. There. We were and and peepee chairs. It's called hell. We oh. were cold. Yeah. It was called. We <laughs> I wouldn't do that. It, it would have been as bad if you hadn't gotten us lost. I like the way I'm the one that gets it. We're all driving. Well, well you're the, no, you're vehicle. the passenger. Number, you're the one navigating. Number one, you never let her navigate. Never. Yeah, I never will again. Me that's and, where that's where I learned that from. Me and Jess because never, I was dead from the techno. That's I th- why. I think she does it on purpose so she doesn't have to drive or navigate. Oh damn! They figured <laughs> me out. Yep. <laughs> Jessica and I do not. Mm-mm. Nope. No, My ma'am. friends refuse to drive with me. It's great. I get to drive in the passenger seat everywhere I go. Are you, you a, ter- are you a terrible you. driver like mm-hmm. your mother? I'm not terrible. I just scare people sometimes. Like, yeah, you're terrible. That's what that's I just what, go a little bit fast and like. That's what terrible. Yeah, you're just like your mom then. <laughs> that's what she says too. He's a terrible driver. He's the wor- one of the worst drivers I've ever encountered. He is. <clears throat> he is. I said the same thing to Pam. She goes, "He's awful." Yeah. He's awful. Not doing it. Wes, this is what Wes, he does with the accelerator. It's very strange. Oh, yeah. He uh-uh. accelerates uh-uh. and he lets off and he accelerates uh-uh. and he lets off and yeah. he accelerates and he lets off. Just quick jerk, quick jerks. And quick so you're jerks. over there doing that. Yeah. <laughs> quick jerk, split decisions, not paying attention, split decisions. Uh, quick jerk, worst driver ever. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he had to transport me when I was, you know, recovering. From your foster bed uh-huh. and go to places. To like go to my physical therapy and stuff. Terrible business. Yeah. But I wouldn't ride with Eva either. I'm sure she's. I have not ridden with Eva. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. Ter- I'm not like gonna kill. Emma her. rode with her the other day. They're just trying to like drive out of my driveway. That is because you know, there's was... a couple trees. It's dark. That's fine. But Emma just said she was like white knuckle the whole time. Oh my god. <laughs> she said, "Stop! <laughs> look again." Just on the ranch Emma had to, driveway. Like, Emma had to like get out and like point out trees. I'm, and Pam like, gets better blamed at for the ranch myself. fence being torn up in the mailboxes. Pam should be blamed because she has hit the fence. And she has hit my mailbox. Pam's <laughs> different. Pam, uh, she's very susceptible to panic, and so she'll make she'll make panic moves behind. She makes the wheel. bad choices. Makes very bad <laughs> choices. So. 
Oh, mercy. I'm better driving by myself because Yeah, because there's no one to criticize how poor of a driver you are. Well, cuz there's that a lot going on sense. already. I like my music full blast and then full there's blast. someone yeah, next to me good. trying to yeah. talk to me, but like <clears throat> on top of being a bad driver, your music is too loud. You're not paying attention. My music is like always maxed. Maxed. So she can Highest. hear the siren coming behind her. Ugh, Clearly. Just, just wear a seatbelt, even. Okay. Good lord. I have a seatbelt on this fine. Oh. Well, I'm just driving Miss Daisy down at my house because Danny said after like 20 years of driving a squad car like every day, all day. He won't drive anywhere. He just refuses to drive. No, he won't drive. <laughs> what? No. Wherever we go, I'm over there. And he sits. He will not drive She's anywhere. She's driving Miss Daisy. She's driving Miss Danny. <laughs> There's got to be a reason. Like, you can't see that no, well anymore. He, no, he literally told me. He said, I drove for so many years. I don't want to drive it again. I mean, his truck moves out of the garage like once every five years or something. No, I don't. You know, he goes to the grocery store. Woo! But no, he doesn't drive anywhere. Well, I mean, you go anywhere. You're you, you're the one that's gonna always. Drive. And we and then he doesn't want me driving his truck <laughs> because he he thinks like he tells me if I come up here, he's like, okay, now be careful. I'm like, you know, I'm not the one that hit my car. Then <clears throat> and I did hit the neighbor. Your car. I did hit your the neighbor. Has been hit multiple times in like the last like three times. Yeah. In one year. Three times. Is it a year? Because it seems like two months. It's been like eight months. Three times. One time I did as my little grandson said, Mimi, you, why you hit the navel? Because <laughs> I, I did back into the navel. Because you know on Home Alone, the neighbor with the shovel and he kind of has the look. Do you know what I'm talking about? The neighbor and he's he's like shoveling the snow, the neighbor next door. Yeah, he's like the creepy looking old man guy. So he sees this guy and he says, the navel, I don't like navels. And so he goes, why'd you hit the navel? You know, because like, are they bad? Is that why I rammed them with the car? So then the next time when someone hit my, I came out, I just got my car out of the shop, came out of Market Street and someone had backed into it. And the only people in the store were, with me were senior citizens who couldn't even drive their buggies inside the store. So I have to assume, because me and the little guy, he was bringing my cart out. We looked down and there's a mark at the back of my car, like where someone is back straight into it. Well, I put it back in the shop again. I had COVID and they called me and said my car was ready. So I went and got it on Friday. Danny was really nice. And on Monday he had it detailed for me. You know, spent 200 bucks just having them spend a whole day, get my car clean. This is Monday. Well, I needed to go to the surgeon to be, have my knee seen about on Wednesday. So I leave my office in the middle of the day, run home because I need to put shorts on to go to the surgeon. So I leave my car on the driveway, kind of cockeyed like this. And I go in the house and I come back out. <gasps> I look down. And the front of my car had been hit, like, at work, while I was at work. But, you know, when I went outside to get in the car to go home, I don't... Danny you goes, weren't in the front of Danny the car. Danny goes, did you check your car? I'm like, who goes who walks around, around their, their car, car to yeah. check it? I didn't... So I walked in there, and Danny was sitting over in that chair. And I said, Danny, come outside and look at this. And he comes out the door, and I literally had to go in the house and have diarrhea. 
because <laughs> she's just gonna crowbar diarrhea into every show from now no, on. No, that seriously happened to me. It's but just who she is now? No, but that was still in the augment part. If this happened to me too. Then I had to go in the house, and then I could come back out because I got so upset that I looked down at that 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 car had not been out three days. So that claim from Market Street was uninsured motorist. I cannot turn around the next week and have another uninsured motorist, even though you didn't even though that's even what though happened. I didn't do it. So then. I've got an appointment and we're going to pay for it. So I'm going to come up here today and he tells me to be careful. I'm going to tell somebody. I told him, I said, you know what? You should be careful. No you should what, be very careful. Things are going to happen to you. You should be very careful telling me to be very careful. <laughs> I've got two dings in my car like that. I got one in the back and one in the side that I didn't do it. It's, like, it's either like the buggy at the grocery store or I don't know what. It's probably Eva. I just, crashing with a golf cart. I don't know. I try to park defensively, like in these parking lots. And I told parking defensively means you park in the back and walk. All no, way that's up. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I pick somewhere out. I try to stay away or, from like the cart return. Yeah, you know, stay away oh, from yeah, that. Oh yeah, you never want to park. But by that other up. than that, what I mean, what can you do? You just, well, I do? told Danny, I wish that I never bought this car. I should have just kept my old Toyota that I picked Mr. Fred up in, and no one would ever hit it. Honestly, like driving a whatever car is like, it's it, it gives you a lot of peace of mind. Yeah, because you can just pull it up wherever you want and park it. Come on, door yeah. me. You Who know, cares? I used to drive that. You know, just like fancy car that I love so much. But like the anxiety that you have of like parking it anywhere and where do you park it or how do you park it or someone's gonna steal it. Ugh. Like I'm so I'm so glad to not have to deal with that like anymore. Even though I want a sports car, I'm gonna get another one. <laughs> I'm in my mid-midlife crisis, so I, I should have one. The mid-midlife crisis. <laughs> yeah. That's not the same as the beginning of a midlife crisis or mm-hmm. the later midlife crisis. It's, it's not the, the beginning of mid- midlife No, crisis if he either. comes home with a 20-year-old girl and a sports car, oh, we're all in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. But the car, the, the, the car, yes, but yeah, no. That barking down there, that was Melba. She was barking at her reflection in the shower. She was real upset she by her. She was a kook. She's a little kook. She was real upset by her. She seems bigger to me than when we were at your mom's house. No, she's always been a little bit of a big Yorkie. She's not she's not a tiny Yorkie. I bet you she's got the it's that sounds like just like the beginning signs of that, that doggy dementia. Oh, she has dementia. Yeah. She's oh, full on kook. Absolutely. She walks in circles all the time. Oh. Oh yeah. She's walking in circles right now. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. You want me to take you to Jen's house? <laughs> She's a cuckoo Jen's? clock. It's you know it's all about routine for her, and when you alter that, then mm. she, she, you know, she gets upset. So yeah. you try try to keep things normal for her. But when we come up here, I'm surprised she barked down there because there's still dogs downstairs. Usually, if there's dogs down there, she's fine. Mm-hmm. But when they all leave and come up here and she's down there and she's like, where, like, where's yeah. the dogs at? Yeah. Then she'll well, because she's using them as a barometer for like the routine or what it is we're supposed to be doing. Are we going at outside? At her state of mind. Yeah. If they're calm, then mm-hmm. she should be calm. Yeah. I don't know. This carpet is similar to what your ma had in her house. This is just fresh potty material from Elba. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure yeah. she's about ready to pee somewhere. The, I was just listening. <clears throat> the, uh. I mean, she's doing pretty well, better than I thought that she would do. Um, she loves that dog door. You know, she goes out that dog door. She always did. 
goes around Holy in circles sin. out there in the yard. She, like this circling that she does, she does that everywhere. She goes out in the yard and she circles and she circles. and She looks like she's getting ready to pee like any minute, but that's just what she does. Yeah. She would have been fine at your mom's house, except for your mom's pool. And then your mom got afraid of the bob cats cougars coming in the yard but yeah. she really it, she wouldn't have ruined the carpet there if she'd been able to still go out that dog door yeah it's when they took the dog door away from her yeah the consistency of like my mom letting her out to potty enough just didn't happen anymore yeah and she's and her dog door's locked so she's like you know what what am i gonna do she's gonna make choice choices and four choices i mean even like i mean she's 15 years old for goodness sake she's completely deaf and her vision isn't that great. She can live seven more years easily. She can. Oh, not that man. I not that I'll keep her alive for seven more years because once again, like I discussed with you with your old dog, mm-hmm. it becomes a question of quality of life, not just for the dog, but for the people who are caring for her. Mm-hmm. So when you have a dog that's impossible to deal with, then it's my quality of life. And you have to this dog is a shell of a dog. When they are void of who they were or are, what and are they, you? And they don't recognize you anymore. They don't yeah. recognize you. They don't you. have any comfort in who you are or when you come home. They're not your they, dog anymore. They're just an organism in your house. Exactly. And there is no quality of life. So, you know, I believe me, I keep a close eye on her on decisions. Is but... she in my bedroom right now? I don't think she'll go down the steps. She's, no, she's sitting on the floor right behind you. She's probably taking a crap she's behind me. Bed. right there. Oh. No, she's sitting right here. Yeah, so Being see, she, once she's comfortable, like, yeah. oh, we're chilling in here. I can read yeah. the energy in here and it's chill. Now I can relax. Now yeah. I can relax. So Pop then she's like, in there snooping. She's Pop shopping Pop. in the Legos. Pup won't do anything bad. She's an unlike Bubs. Oh, yeah. Poor so, Bubs. Yeah, I, I figured kind of in this podcast, we could just kind of do, there's a lot of updates that we need to do, and she's one of them. On how she's doing. You know, she loves her dog food, which is so funny because when my mom owned this dog, she would eat nothing. So, 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 no, she would eat like pepperoni and that's it. Well, yeah, she, she's not eating her dog food because there's, there's like snacking happening. A bowl, and in that bowl would be a little bit of kibble, but then there, there would be would, a lot of kibble. There would be pizza or a, some ham, some snacks, some, some spaghetti. Some spaghetti on top of like a drizzle of some parmesan. And she would turn her nose at all of this yeah. and not choose any. It was like when I took B and, to the fashion show and offered her bacon <laughs> and, and she turned and, it down. And every time my mom would go, this was when my mom could still drive, she would get one of those pepperonis. Pu- pu- it was always pepper. I would take her to the store whenever. She and like, she'd get a snack. She'd get like three or four huge bags of that pepperoni. That's all that freaking dog ate was pepperoni, man. Garbage. Gross. I mean, absolute garbage. I would not yeah. let my dog eat that if it was the last thing on the planet. Mm. So she'd get full with that. And then, and then you know, we would have dinner or order pizza or something, and she would always offer to feed her from the table. Yep. And that dog would just turn her nose up at that. And yeah. she gave her like a an adult glass of water. She brought that over to the thing like a really pretty My glass. My dad It was always that. her glass. She would just take her big glass of water and set it on the ground. My dad started that. When he would sit down with his dinner, he would fix his glass of water. Oh, and man. he would fix her glass of water. And she wanted ice in it. That's what he would always say. Three cubes. So not crushed. So he would put the cubes in it. And then he would offer her the ice water. It, even in the kitchen when they'd put a bowl down. He said, she doesn't want it unless you put some ice in it. This is the mentality of the dog that I took in. They, yeah. I mean, this sounds like Danny. Seriously? Oh, my God. It's so much. Between my dad and my mom and what they did with their dogs. Holy cow. Yeah, it's it's honestly like 
luckily she has dementia now because at least she's not set into yeah, those she's not ways. making demands of you <laughs> <laughs> well you know julie took care of her for like six months when my mom was like in a hospital and out of a hospital and just so much going on so and then when i had the conversation with julie she's like oh my god she goes this dog is obsessed with food and i'm like who are you talking about she doesn't what? eat what you talking about she's like don't give her anything from your fingers she goes she'll take your hand off <laughs> And I'm like, who, who are you talking about? Wow. What dog are you talking about? And she had a lot of trouble with her with just chronic diarrhea, of stress diarrhea. But Julie lived a life of she's on the move all the time. Yeah. And the routine. And, and the routine. So she'd be taken to work. She'd be back, back from work. They'd go out of town. So they'd leave her with, like, somebody watching her. And that's that dog can't cope with that. Yeah. She cannot cope with cannot that. Cannot deal with change. No. So she went on a kidney diet because her kidney numbers were elevated. I mean, I was told she's in kidney failure. That, when, exactly. Right. So I get her. First thing I do is hand her off to Dr. Reno. Tell me tell me what you see. She's like, well, she needs her teeth cleaned really bad. She runs her blood work. She goes, she's not in kidney failure. She goes, maybe she was in kidney failure. And they put her on the renal diet and it brought yeah. it back down to Like normal. somebody else is watching her in the height of stress, not eating, chronic diarrhea, take her in and then do blood work. And it's like, yeah, it's uh, this whole system is crying out. Right. But if you can just calm her down. Right. It's kind of like a mill dog. Yeah. Yeah. So I had her teeth cleaned, got her vaccinations. I'm keeping her on the renal diet. So I've only had her two months just trying to keep everything the same. Man, it feels like so much longer. <laughs> to me and when i when i feed her the problem that comes from her there's just so many dynamics of things because she's a little crazy mm-hmm. and, she, and she's excited about her food so so she's pacing and circling and pacing and panting pacing and pacing because she wants her dog food and she's grouchy so if she like bumps into like b or something then she like goes ah! to b <laughs> And I'm like, okay. So I fix her dog food first, and she goes up in a crate, and she gets her food. She's really slow eating, and just keep her away from everybody else while food is... It's like, it's the dynamics of things that... It's like Levon goes into the garage. Yeah. Because Levon is food aggressive. And when you're starting to fix food and there's excitement, then I'm going to have a little bit of a problem. Mm -hmm. So before I ever even begin to do food, we go to the Just don't put any more turkey carcasses out in the garage. (laughs) Levon will never get into the trash. It's a funny thing. But, you know, I just open the garage door. Levon, go. And he goes in there. He's just so damn cute. So Because perfect. if you can see him from the other side, he sits right at the he door. He sits right waiting. there like a good little boy. Where's my mama's going to give me <laughs> bring me a bowl. My mama's coming. Waits for his bowl. I know the way. My mama's coming. <laughs> I come downstairs to go to work in the morning, and it's like the same time you're feeding the dogs. And I just go look at him. He's just sitting there. There the he is. He's just yeah. waiting. He's just waiting. <laughs> Being a good a man. Of him okay. him did, you, did you post the photo of where he's looking adoringly like that? at you like this. I haven't. <laughs> that is like the super, super cute photo. A, he is a very good Yeah, whenever man. I watch him, he just goes right into that laundry that laundry room breezeway. He just goes, come on, Levon. Okay. He runs right in there and he just sits there perfectly silent. Yep. I bring his bowl in. Okay. Yep. He doesn't move. He just, stay, just stays there and waits. And when he's done eating, he's just like, I'm done. He, he will never scratch the door. Nope. He'll never complain for you to open the door. Nope. He'll He's just sit boy. there and wait with his his bowl is empty now. Yeah. <laughs> Until he doesn't even back. move. He hears me coming down the stairs. I'll be like stomping down the stairs trying to run to get to work. He doesn't move from nope. that door. I have nope. to go look at He's him. He's like a little statue. Yeah. He's like a little statue. Well, <laughs> speaking of things that are like hiding out in the garage and other places, 
Wes should like tell about like the bedlam going on up yonder. Well, you we mean Marvin? Know. We don't know. Yeah. Wes, has yeah. some, Wes has something living under his house. All right, so like I'm mm, afraid it's a skunk. That's what I'm afraid so of. Like the no, last the last week or so, like in different. So it's not like yo, you know, there's a rattle or like it's a picture or something. No, different spots under the floor, always different spots each time you hear you hear this. It's not chewing. It's this. Is it scratching? No, it's only this. Is it hitting its head as it's going around? I don't know in what there? it's doing. Okay, but it's it's always in a different spot in the floor. And if I go over and stomp on the floor real loud, sometimes it'll stop. Sometimes it'll stop for like a minute, and then it'll pick it right back up. You're gonna go stomp on the floor. What else am I gonna do? It's annoying. It's it's annoying, and it's really loud. It's gotta be a possum. <clears throat> it's most likely a possum. So, but so then last night, because it'll happen like whenever it'll wake me up when I'm asleep. That's how loud it is. <clears throat> last night, I it start it's starting to become chewing now. Now it's chewing <clears throat> in different spots all under the floor. So I went and got one of the live traps we had down in the outtown, and I put a live trap what, under there. Did you set it with some cat food? Yeah. Yeah, that wet cat Do food. Do your I made dogs know there's something under there? Diggity Dog knows there's something under there. Because <laughs> on the it. side that's in my yard, there's that little that little tiny hole. Remember when Benny went under there one time and you saw his oh, little yeah, head sticking like out? Oh, yeah, it's like the crawl space. Yeah. So Diggity Dog, he can't get through there, but he always goes up to that window and he's smelling around. He, there's something under there, and he knows it's under there. Um, but if you go around to the other side, the front side by the road, there's like a big door. And you, so I took that live trap and I baited it and I put it right by the door. Do you crossed. see any hole under your house where they could have dug? Oh, there's lots of places that could have happened. <clears throat> there's, you know, there's chews in the siding and places. There's plenty of places something could get under there. Easy. Hmm. Have you considered the possibility of a ghost? Yeah. <laughs> Break out a Ouija board and see what he wants. You know? A Ouija board? Yeah, talk to him. Be like, listen, I'll, man. I'll ask Marvin. He need a Ouija board for possums because it's a possum. A raccoon would not do that. That's very that, weird. That that's that that would be like only a possum. And and it just it just makes sense like weather wise, how it's gotten like so cold that he just has a possum that's like, oh, it's really warm under West's house. I'm just gonna like live here now. Because mm. yeah, that that behavior a rac a, a, a raccoon is not gonna like stick around. Um, so yeah, you either have like a big old rat, which I doubt with like the, the loudness of your saying, it like, sounds too big to be a rat. A rat like, would be like, chewing. <clears throat> you would hear chewing. Well, you That's... wouldn't hear thumping that constant thump, thump, it's thump. It's weird. It sounds like someone's like typing Morse code for how to invade Cuba. Like, That's it's, why it's I'm weird. saying it's a ghost. Or no, no it may, because of the hardness, I wonder <clears throat> if it's an armadillo shell hitting against something. No, armadillos are gone. We're not going to get any armadillos. Now. It's not, it's it's too, not dilla season. Nope. They're all burrowed up. Because what, I mean... A possum is going to be soft, so there's no thumping with the possum. They'll thump with their tail or they'll thump with their nose. It's not like I can't figure out what the behavior, the thumping is. Well, the thing about po I think of possums is always just kind of dumb and kind of clumbery. They're not put a dumb. Camera under they're, there. They're, they're not dumb. They're just a uh, they're just there. aloof because they don't have any natural predators other than you know cars hitting them on the highway is what kills them the most, but. Um, well, they've got coyotes. They don't have anything to. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying, generally speaking, like they don't have anything that they fear. So that type of tapping and that aloofness, that is, that is like very, very. Well, if it's a possum, you'll catch it in that trap. They, mm. they will go for that food. They Eventually, will go for that wet cat food. Yeah, I made it good. It's, it's, I don't really. Good. It's a five meal, yeah. I thought, <laughs> I, a, what, is, what is Bubbles eating? I thought you were saying in the text thread that like she what has she something. Have? It like. She came up the stairs Bubs eating something. Yeah, I've seen Bubs bite, bite holes in the bits. There's a bed over there in the corner that's got stuffing coming out of it. Pick she it was up. chewing Possibly real big. Yeah. 
when you when you put that picture of the trap in there, I thought you were saying that like something ate all the food out, and didn't trigger it. No, I was, that was when I set the trap. Oh, okay. I just put because I didn't do it yesterday because my my head hurt too much yesterday. So, yeah, I just, so I, I just you put set this. that today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you do what I? Uh -huh. And you yeah. set it up? I said it. I said it correctly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad you showed me because I might have bungled it otherwise. Oh but, man, yeah. totally. Like, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's very finicky, delicate. -y. Like yeah, I'm glad you showed me. You, you really need like a camera though, so we can see what catches it. I don't. Yeah. Uh, Go I should, I should do that. I don't. That's what like. I would have to do it as a time lapse, otherwise the battery's gonna die after like two hours. Yeah, but a time a lapse will run like almost. four days. Or the one that's just motion activated. I don't have yeah, a motion like the, one like except the, like the cams we have on the back trails back there. Uh, I could do what you mean like the deer cam? Yeah. Oh, I don't. Do we have any of those laying around? I don't have a deer. They're, cam. they're back there on the on the. They're back I could there. I could use one of the property or like a, I could use like a chicken camera, but I'd have to move the whole system over. Or if I used like one of our old property cameras, I'd have to plug it in. So I, I mean, I could figure that out. Well, the chicken camera won't work unless you're watching it. No, I can. You it can won't be, record it. Yes, it will. It will if I tell it yeah. to. I think a, I think a trail cam would be. I mean, it's it's not going to be good for like, you know, like like any kind of video or anything like that. But at, at least at least you would know for a fact what you have, and I will bet everything that it's a possum. I would bet it's a possum too. Yeah. Raccoons are way too smart. Find out when I keep checking that trap. Raccoons, raccoons want to travel way more. They don't want to stick to one place. But a possum, <clears throat> once again, all these to all these cold temps just came to Texas. In the last week or so, a little bit off and on, but it's going to get really cold. Is that when it started? When it got cold? Like a week? Yes. Yeah. 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 So mm -hmm. a possum has just found the bottom of his house, uh, and Wes's house is raised up, so the hole underneath is just—it's not exposed. It's a possum hotel. It's a nice house for critters, mm -hmm. though. It's—it's—it's—it's of... it's, 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 it's not exposed. It's closed off, but for critters to get under there, it's super easy. And mm -hmm. once they're under there, um, you know, it's much more favorable temps. For, for them to be at and so well now they have a fine meal waiting for them well and they have a windbreak yeah yeah because it's got skirting all mm -hmm. the way around it yeah it's all good yeah i'd move in there if i was possible you know What's up? hotel eden come on in fine we'll leave the light on for you served underneath this was a fine meal i got i got like that because now i can feed whatever cat food i want because <clears throat> whitey had to eat like a specific kind of food because he would get bladder stones um, so I was feeding raw for a while. Mr. Cat, like, he won't eat the raw anymore. <clears throat> he doesn't want it. <laughs> Mr. Cat has kind of, like, lost his mind. Well, no, ever, ever since I, I was doing that canned kidney food for Whitey, and it was canned food. Yeah. It was like, when I, whenever I would put that down, they wouldn't even let me get it out of the can. That's how much they wanted to eat it. They would push their whole heads in that can. I'm like, move so I can scoop it out. And then once he got a taste of that, like, he's not eating the raw anymore. So now it's just, I'll just feed whatever trash. Like, I got some of the cans for the, from Meowtown. I use those. And then I bought some more off Amazon. That's like, it's a good, it's a good, that's what Jenna feeds her cat. Um, but it's, you know, it's like in a pouch and you pour it out and it's wet like gravy and it smells Gross. really good. Yeah, it's, mm -mm. he's gaining weight though. Like, he was a skinny old man. Like, he's thickening up. I'm glad. Mm -hmm. It's got like this big old belly sag. Yeah, that's gross. That's what they get when they're that's old. That's why all old men get bellies and hair. And not me. Not me. It's after you get past your midlife midlife crisis. <laughs> oh, you know, you you just Danny and I always talk about those, this on those, a, on the old men. You know, so you'll see them like we love sports cars, but if you notice, the only people in a sports car are old men. Yeah, because A, they're the ones who can afford it. They can afford it. Yeah, yeah, it's old men. But the problem is, so Danny had his Toyota truck up at the Toyota place. 
getting that shield put on the bottom of it so that they wouldn't steal his catalytic converter. Mm -hmm. Well, when we first got married, we both had Toyota Supras. Mm -hmm. And so we kind of have a fondness for that. Well, they had a really sleek new, like 2023. It looks okay, yeah. I've seen one. So... The guy salesman, Danny sends me a photo. I'm like, oh, yeah, I like that. You know, which, you know, I'm thinking, oh, you want to trade something, have this little sports car? He goes, I don't know if I can get in there. And, get, and so it's really low to the ground. Yeah. So Danny gets in. He, the guy goes, get in there. And Danny looks at it. And he goes, if I get in there, I don't know if I can get yeah. out. And so then he sends me a text. He goes, the guy had to help me out. Like kind of wedged down in there, low to the ground. They are and... pre- they're pretty low. It's 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 not like a Corvette. Like in a Corvette, it's like you're sitting on the street. Oh, the Corvette is just ridiculous. But, but they are they are pretty low to the ground, and they're really small. Yeah, it's 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 like a two seater coupe. Well, just the next time you pull up to a light and you look over, it's a, it's an old man. Yeah, he probably shouldn't even be you on the find road. The same thing when you go to like custom car shows where cars are completely redone. There, it's always guys like in their sixties that have those cars. Because they've, they've got the money, they've got the time. It's, you know, because it's an expensive hobby. It's yeah. a really expensive hobby. I know. I'm hearing you guys. I need to get one now. I hear you. <laughs> I always look over and I'll wave at them and I'll be like, you know, that I like their, you know, they want to know that you like their car. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, the sports car is cool. They're, yeah, I drive all the time. People like wave at you or like, oh. I couldn't. You just want it. It's fun. I just could not. It's fun. <laughs> make it go vroom, vroom. Make, yeah. car, make car go boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> people like it and then you just get an SUV and people will wreck it uh, just crash into you at Walmart alright well I'm going to update everybody about Pup Pup she's right here and Ed because there's some interesting things that I've noted since yeah. you know, the division of my house Ed is fine you know, her stitches are out she's completely healed and, you know, she stays on the other side of the house, which I know a lot of people feel bad about that, but that's where Kirk hangs out all the time anyway. It's yeah. not like she's unattended. She's She has company constantly. Well, and she has tomato over there with she her. She has tomato over there, too. <clears throat> but, <clears throat> I mean, for like the first, since it happened, I mean, I've got my Hawkeye on this dog. I just have my Hawkeye on her. I will not leave a room with her unattended with, with anybody. I just Because I want to see what... Who, what are you doing? What are you doing? And then it's nothing. I see nothing. I see nothing. I see nothing. Um, if I have to like go out into the garage or I have to like run over to the ranch, I, anytime I feel like I have to close a door, then the good thing is my dogs are usually always right behind me. Mm-hmm. So I will either grab Jolene or I'll grab Loretta and like on the back porch, door shut. You stay in here until I get back. Come into the garage. I shut the door. You stay in the garage until I come back. Because I'm not going to worry about that. Yeah. You know? Because before, it's like when, when she would do some of these attacks, um, it's interesting to how silent they were. Yes. So but you, they, wouldn't, you, but wouldn't, you wouldn't hear some of the normal triggers like you would with a, like a typical scuffle or exactly. dog Exactly. So even like if I'm on the back porch <clears throat> in the laundry room and they're not in there, then I'm worried is there like something going on in the bedroom yeah. with, you know... Because that's what I saw with her with Ed. Yeah. But I also know that that began with me shutting the back door 
and the kitty trigger, alarm and, going off. And which, which, yeah, triggers the kitty alarm and also triggers the Ed alarm. Yes. Of like when you leave, Ed's gonna go into like this little panic where she's gonna. She immediately run starts the house. shuffling. Yeah. She immediately starts mm-hmm. shuffling like this, and she like she looks for something to like beat up, you know, mm-hmm. a bucket or a door or. And she runs out the door, and she—I mean, she'll do the same thing. Like if like Kirk goes by in the lawnmower, yeah, the, she goes into that crazy Ed mode, which was triggering her. Mm-hmm. And when Ed does that, the it triggers the pack. Yeah, that the, there's a, there's unbalance. <laughs> so I've seen nothing, 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 until like like five days ago. I was in the bedroom, and something happened outside. So it could be dogs at the ranch. You know, there's like noise or barking or something, and it triggers. It could be Pinky. It could be Levon. They hit the door like there's some kind of a sound. And I'm standing right there in the bedroom, and I see, I could see Jolene's thoughts. Loretta is on the ground right next to me, and Jolene, I could see her thoughts going like, what's she going the to do? Pupil dilation. Yes, and she kind of looked at Loretta, and I just like, I will kill you. I will mm. kill you. You don't, you don't even begin to have those thoughts. Because yeah. I could see Loretta's face. She looked at her, and she could sense what was coming. Yeah. And I thought, this is it right here. This is, and this is what I have to stop from happening for a really long time yeah. because it's a routine that starts to build in their head Yeah, that has to be nipped. You're nipping it in the bud. I have mm-hmm. to nip that in the you bud. Have to, you have to, just like just like you saw, you have to see it almost going to happen and then come in and stop Exactly. It. Anything yeah. else you do is not going to fix it. And exactly. seeing it is very difficult. Like even, even for you, you know what you're looking at. You spent what, like two weeks looking for this moment until it finally happened once? Yes. And then, and then you just have to be ready and just attack. Have to that be situation. ready, yeah. and I, and I will not, I will not allow them to be away from me. Like I said, if I'm on the back porch doing laundry or something, and I'm and I'm going to walk in with clothes, I'll call Loretta. Come with me. Yeah. The good news is the Loretta Loretta follows me everywhere I go. Yeah. So she's always with me, and I it's just a conscious thought that I have of. I'm moving about, and I know this is a dangerous thing for me to be moving about because mm-hmm. something could trigger it any time. Somebody could walk in the front door. Somebody could come in the back door. Something could be, a, here comes the gardener outside, and the dogs run out the dog door, and it starts. Luckily, it's less for us. I can imagine living in a neighborhood with all the other variables. Seriously. But also, we also still, yeah, we have a lot of variables. A lot of variables. Have like three Amazons, two UPSs, uh, mailman... Um, gardeners. Yes. So really, it's 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 actually the same now that I talk about it. Right. I mean, there's, there and and I have to live. I live in the land of consciousness where I am always aware. I have to mm. always be aware. Yeah. And <clears throat> so far, it's working out pretty well. Um, it's just a. It's just a. You know what? I th- think about. I think about it. Th- this is really awful, but then I also think, you know what, the, where my pack is and where, what they're doing is it really kind of always on my mind. It really kind of always is. And this has heightened that for me to, you know, move about where you create excitement or <clears throat> like I, I've been in the kitchen <coughs> and I'm baking or something 
and something triggers to go out the dog door, I'm immediately on it. I, I leave whatever I'm doing because I will not give it one second for there to be any kind of a reaction. Yeah. And my goal is to continue to do that for, you know, like a year where nothing happens and try to get that out of her brain for yeah. that to be a reaction for her. But I'll still, I will never trust them alone. Never. If I have to be gone for a few hours, <clears throat> when we baked cookies, Jolene goes to the ranch. If I have to be gone for a couple of hours, I might send Loretta to the ranch. I think people, when you listen to you tell this story, it sounds like it's an isolated thing and how can you live like this? Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't want to live this way. Yada, all these things. That's not how I hear it. When I'm listening to you, I think of it in a totally separate way. And I always, always, and this is just the perfect example, go back to, you know, my same car analogy that I always give. But you have the same thing with when you're raising children in your household. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have it with my two grandsons. So I know that they will trigger each other. In, if That's what I was just thinking. Like, I don't have kids, but like, if you have kids, and like, you have like, I don't know what age kids, whatever. Like, remember when I was a kid and I would go steal cookies out of the cookie jar? Mm-hmm. And uh, you you would know that's gonna because you could, you could hear me set the lid down on the cookie yes. jar. It's the same thing. It it's is the, the, it's same the same. It's the same thing. It is the same <laughs> thing. It's respo- It's conditioning and responding to your environment and triggers and behaviors and separating. <clears throat> when you have two little boys who are going to fight on the same back seat and we're going on a six hour car trip, you know yeah. what I'm about to do with you two boys? One's going in the third row and one will stay on the second row. I separate you right. because it's. For my mental health and for your own safety, I separate right. you. That's the same thing that's gone on here. Right. The other thing that people don't, that is another just very, very common thing, and I always give this example when I'm talking to new people, is when you're on that road trip with those children, and you know, the husband and wife are in the front, and they're just visiting and talking about what, and they're not even in tune with what's going on. In the back of the if car. pinching or slapping. And slapping and poking and whatever's going on. If they were in tune to their household, their children, and they turned around on the first poke or the first whatever and stop it right now or we're about to pull this car over and I'm yeah. going to jerk you up by your, you know, you just stop it right that minute. You let them back. Well, you know what? Pretty soon you're going to have a brawl in the back seat. So what you're talking about is what goes on in all of our lives all the time. Right. So it's really not unusual. It's how we live as a pack of humans. Yes. But it's simply with dogs. Right. But it's not unusual. Right. This This is just how we all live. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's what I have to do. It's, you have to, you have to think ahead, pay attention. And here's the good, here's the good part about it i mean a lot of i'm sure a lot of people conjure up a lot of things that you know jolene's going to kill a dog right <clears throat> that's not what we're dealing with it, it, not in any way shape or form is jolene an aggressive dog i can send her to the ranch right now she can coexist with every single dog over there mm-hmm. it's a it's a peculiarity that's has that has struck here she's picking out um a very imbalanced personality and that's Ed in a nutshell. Yeah. And that's yeah. like, that's that's dogs. Like, that's not, 
That's in that's their nature. That's not she's not making mistakes. She's not doing something that's unnatural. It's we can't allow that to happen. Yeah. But she's doing it for a reason that is makes sense in the dog's mind. In we're the dog in the dog's mind and in the mentality imbalance. of a pack. This is unbalanced. And the difficult thing about that specific scenario is that yeah, she's gonna go she's gonna make that decision really quick. Yes. She's not gonna show you any signs. She's not gonna growl, she's not gonna posture. It's just go uh, get. Yeah. Go. It yeah. Just just goes just goes and gets it. Yeah. Um, it goes like this in her brain. Yeah. She sees it and she goes, huh. Yeah. And and I have to be present for you that. You have to yeah. be faster than she is. I have to be faster than she is and I have to be preemptive. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, if there's something that goes off, I'm there. So you're mm-hmm. where you're reacting is it's not once the poke's taken place. You're reacting back when the side eye. Yes. The moment you see the side That's the only eye, way you can stop it. Yes. Yeah. So you're, you're the pupil dilation, right the visual fixation, stiffening of the body the dog, yes. starts to stiffen up, and that's that's when I mean, even even there, it's like you're already behind, but but you're but you're still early. Yes. Um, yeah. Any type of look or, or things like that, and and that can be, you know, that can be an incredibly difficult thing to just like somebody else in the public. You only had a couple dogs, don't know what you're looking at. Exactly. Right. It's it can be it can be very very subtle, but to us, it's like yep. Right there. But here's the here's the most interesting part of this. Loretta has picked up on it. So now I can see, this usually occurs in my room, where <clears throat> like there's excitement. Something's moving about. Sometimes there's excitement and all the dogs run out the dog door. Loretta's not going. Mm-hmm. She's, she's, off, she's opting to stay on the bed. Girl! I'm gonna stay with mom. Right. <laughs> and the other thing Thanks that I'll no see her do, this. if yeah. she happens to be on the floor and and pup pup is around her, I'll see her go into the bed. Yeah. So she's making decisions based on She's being defensive. She's yeah, on based her, on reality. Based on reality. I've seen yeah. this dog do this a bunch of times. I don't want to be I don't want that to happen. And to me. she does and she does it to her. And she knows that she does it Which to her. Which is a little sad, but it is, also, it is sad. also glad. Yeah. That she's cognizant enough and she's smart enough to make, right. make some of those decisions. So she's made, you know, I'm making conscious decisions. I'm being proactive and she's doing the same thing mm-hmm. to protect herself, which, you know, like you said, it's kind of sad, but I'm kind of glad. Mm-hmm. Like, people, well, we're, we're going to work together the, on this. People yeah. do that. But again, it, that's how people, that's how we live. Yeah. That's if, how if we you, live as women who are who are prey in the world. Oh no, jeez. Should we we got yeah. <laughs> absolutely true. I'm, just I'm reading on the all about Anna page yesterday this lady about the lady at Walmart. That the lady at Walmart. Yeah, I read it too. Yeah. She's in her she's in her car to pull out and there's some some guy pulls and, and pulls up behind her where she can't get out. She can't back out. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the other one where they like stole it. No. They just like did a decoy this move like on two some day, lady. Two and days ago. Yeah. And she had to pull away and like hit a cart to get away. Yeah. And then she pulled into the gas station and got this man to come over because he, he followed her. He followed her, to the her gas over station. there. I read one at the, it was a couple of months ago. It was like at the Bucky's. It was like late at night. And uh, this lady or girl or whatever, like she goes in to the store and like she's shopping for stuff and some guy like kind of approaches her like kind of conversation but like he's weird like she knows immediately that he's weird <clears throat> so then like <clears throat> she stays in the store and the guy goes out and she can see like he's lurking like he's waiting for her to leave <clears throat> so then like you know they call the cops and <clears throat> yeah, you don't I don't know, I don't know what happened after that you go that, straight but, to management mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> they called the cops and the cops came and they looked for him and stuff and blah, blah, blah. but I don't know what happened after that but yeah that's 
women are aware of that because that's well, a th that's I'm, a thing that's real that happens. Absolutely, and that's and that's what I'm saying is you make it's a. It's not you, me and Wes's fault though. No, we didn't not. do it. You're <laughs> but you make you're making adjustments. It's well again what we're saying is it's the way that dogs live is not a lot different than the way we live. Yeah. If you get burned in some area, you're going to remember that and you're going to make a different choice. Absolutely. Yeah. You're not going to go to Absolutely. Bucky's at two in the morning ever again. Right. Yeah. No, you learn, you learn from that. Yeah. I've always said that, especially working with dogs, you realize like, just like how primitive some of their decisions are. And then there's a lot of corollaries to what we do too. It's yeah. like, we're not like so far beyond or advanced. I mean, we are, but we aren't. Right. You know, the, we're, we're still we subject did, it, to... It, it, there, it's the triune brain theory. It's reptile, mammal, and then cerebrum. Like, the mammal's still there. All the yeah. mammal things that dogs do, that's all still in here. We yeah. just have higher order thinking also, but all the mammal stuff is still in there. All the I think one of the best examples is, like, if you were... This is going to sound ridiculous because it is. But if you were, like... Say, say like, me as a man walk into Bucky's or, like, any, any man in general and say, like, I ordered them, like, without being there, just, like, you have to go into the store and you have to pull your pants down and bend over. It's like that's not really any man can do that and that's not really a big deal any woman can do that and it's not no one's going to no one's going to necessarily do anything you might get like laughed at or everyone looking at you like like you're weird but i'm just i'm just trying to give an example of like the primitive brain like if i walked in that store and i pulled down my pants and i like bend over i would have immediate vulnerabilities of you know my stuff yeah you know but it's it's not necessarily true because, it's, still, because, it's still a mechanism because that it's not, it's not like as soon as that happens because in the dog world if a dog submits or a dog acts like prey ooh everyone boom immediately that's they're, they're going to go to that immediately yes. it's not necessarily true with humans but we still have that yeah the, the our, expectation of it happening is still there even though yeah, almost the vulnerability yeah. is in your brain yeah, well yeah. Yeah. you know when we were at the hotel when the man tried to break into our hotel yes <laughs> and he had no clothes on and he's like ramming himself up against the door well we were coming for him like me, Jessica, and your mom, we're going to get him. Well, the, because you sized him up, and he was not a physical guy. He was just a guy. No, because of what you just said. We looked at My him. My mom could have kicked his ass with one arm tied behind her back. And, and, she, was, and yeah. she wanted to. He yeah. was <laughs> at, she would have stomped him out. With he was, when he was down on the floor with the washcloth, that big covering, he was acting like prey. And that man next door, he goes, ladies, you don't want to see this. <laughs> and so he had, but we were all about ready to get him. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But you sized him I up. I sized him up. You sized him up in that moment. I looked moment. at him you through that he, keyhole you, and I said, I yeah. can kick this man. So you said he, <laughs> but if he was, you know, 6'4", 340. Oh, exactly. You would be and like. Dressed. You, all and you ladies, dressed. All if you ladies would be. If he had all of his clothes yeah, on. All you ladies would be pressing yourselves up against that door yeah. to make sure he doesn't make it through. Yeah, see, so, see with no clothes on, you recognize that, like, bed. there's not, like, a, this is just something weird this person's doing. It's not, like, intentional. Like, this person's, if, if he opens the door, I don't know what's going to happen, but if the, that big dude with clothes on opens the door, you have a lot different thoughts about yeah. what's going to happen. Exactly. We had all of those conversations after that happened. Because, yeah. you know, I can see you don't have a weapon. Because you don't have any clothes no, no on. No kind of weapon. I can see. I'm just waiting for the Lord. I'm not packing any kind of heat at all. I can see. Just, 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 just a little guy. Just a little guy. can't stop with that. I can see how much muscle mass you have. There was none. no muscle. Yeah. None. You know, I mean, he couldn't be more vulnerable. And now he's drunk. I mean, yeah. he's completely drunk. I, I've, I have so beat myself up over the years 
that we did not go out there and give him a piece of our mind. I, wanted, I, want, I, I was looking at lamps. I'm going to go into that because we have that little you kitchenette. You stayed in the bed. Do I'm not looking, I'm looking this, I was up against that door. <laughs> Don't you even tell me I stood in the bed. Because I braced myself against that door in, ca- in case, but that door felt really strong. You're not kicking it's in like a hotel. It's like a metal door. Yeah, yeah, if it's a hotel door where the, where the yeah. doors don't open to the street, you're not kicking in that no, door. No, because me and Jessica no both leaned against that door, and you could feel him hit it every time. He's not doing it's anything like, with that door. No, nope. yeah. wham, wham. No. Yeah. Those are those are really, really secure doors. But once yeah. again, if he was 6'4", 340. And armed. That's what, I mean, that's the kind of thing that's scary, is if he, because, you know, we're not on the bottom floor. But you can see, his, you can see his intention. Yeah. yeah. But no, on airplanes, like you've seen this over the past year several times, you've got the one passenger who's acting the fool. So you know what? All the dogs on the plane jump on the one passenger. Yeah. And they're going to yeah. tie And I'm down. the dog on the plane. Yeah. I, every time I get on a plane, I'm like, who's going to... I'm just like because it's it's a free shot. There's going to be a video of it. I'm going to go viral. I'm going to knock out some asshole. Star hip hop. Because he had a guy like last week who had a box cutter. He had a box cutter. He had a goddamn box cutter. He got through TSA. Thanks TSA. with, With that box cutter. And like you said, it's because of September 11th. Yeah. After September 11th. No, this ain't happening again. No, but it's because like the, what men, the, men, the men will jump him. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. The passengers like will not allow that to happen the, ever again. In the yard yeah. with the dog. So you've got one dog that started a fight. Well, guess what? It's Everybody, on. Everybody, it's, you know, they're going to be That's in right. on it. That's right. That's right. Either, always, you, either you're going to run to the corner of the yard and you're going to do this because you, yeah. want, you're the, you don't want that, or you're going to run, jump in the pile. Yeah. One of the two things right. is going to happen. So the, 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 and that's what, what's being explained is the mentality is really not that different. You know, no, with, we're 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 very it's pri- animal. We're it's, very primitive too. Yeah, we wear pants and drive cars, but uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of corollaries there. Yeah. Um, because as humans, we know when someone's unbalanced, and we don't want any part of that either. Right. Some know more than others. And, you know, but and, in that and, kind and, of a and, setting on a plane, this this person could endanger all of our lives. Yeah, and and so, and, and so it's it's, it's, it's fight it's fight, and there ain't no flight. And, and everyone knows that. That's why it's like you know you know it's duct it's, tape it's, them it's to a their seat shot. exactly. Because yeah, I, I just every time I go on a plane, I'm just like. I you know what I always I, think I was, when I, was, I go I was, on a plane? I always look at the people and I go, these are the people that I'm going to die with. Because I always think I'm going to die oh, with every plane nice. ride I get on. Because when I fly, I assume, I assume that I'm not making it out. <laughs> <laughs> I when, when I fly, I never think that I way because I know I know things her. like odds and statistics. And you're much likely to die that's on the, the second, way to the, that's the second the way thought to the grocery that I have. Store. Yep, that's the second yeah. thought that I have. But when I first get on a plane, I look around and I go... These are the people I'm going to die with, and then I then I and the logic. <laughs> I wonder comes what in. their names are. <laughs> Jeez, man. I hate. I give her. Flying. I give her pot. You know, earpods, and we have a movie, and we watch a movie the whole yeah. way. I really need to distract myself, and a little alcohol doesn't hurt, but never does. <laughs> I just hate it. I just absolutely. We went hate on it. one though where it, it like did us like this, yeah. and we're you know. As long as you know it's irrational. I do know it's irrational. And you have to tell yourself it's irrational. I do. I have a, a whole internal dialogue. Perfect. Like I said, when I first get on, yeah. and then <laughs> you start, people I'm going to die with. Then she starts crying. Like when we flew up out of the canyon, 
That's a helicopter. That's a. Yeah, I, you, I can't it, even believe she got on that. that, she, that, that she was crying. I mean, it, it was count. bad. It's awful. It doesn't it's, count. Because it was doing this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm super proud of you for doing that, but it, it just doesn't count. I thought that I could do it. I thought I could because I knew it's going to be short. It was did. like four I did, minutes. I did do it. You did not do it. But yeah. it, but it, but it sent me to the edge instantaneously. Are you on the banned list of uh, Grand Canyon helicopter rides? No, I didn't make a Does scene. I just never ride. It was like silent, just pouring down her face, crying. And I'm over here videoing because it's like magnificent. Where's the video? Where's the video? She thinks it's hilarious. You have her crying on video in a helicopter? She didn't share it because then she recognized that it was my real pain. (laughs) I don't care. I I felt bad for her. And and then she made Pam start crying. Well, <laughs> Well, see, that's that's a positive moment. See, I can think of other other times working with dogs at the ranch where a dog's super terrified. It's like ah, screaming and stuff like that. And it's like, no, that video is important because look at that. And of course, there's things like that that we don't share because you know the natural reaction of someone seeing that online goes like, "Who are you, you fucking monster? Right. Like, don't share this. Right. That dog's terrified. What are you doing?" Right. Of course, you don't see the grand scale of things like where we started, where we are now, and now things are totally and now, fine. And but they also the pond yeah. swimming and and and, and now that I said time. that, you could share the video of her on the helicopter. We but but it. instinctively, <laughs> instinctively, people watch that and they don't know why we don't run to that dog's aid. Yeah, like, why don't we why don't we run and coddle it and pick it up exactly. and tell it it's okay? Exactly. Yeah, Laura, why didn't you? Why didn't, why didn't you the coddle her? Why didn't did you, you hug her? her? No, nobody coddled me. Actually, <laughs> Jessica coddled me. You were a monster. <laughs> but I have, she's doing I knew, what she's I supposed she to be doing. Was, hey, when you've needed coddling in life, <laughs> you didn't need to be coddled. We were back. We were. I was. I had to capture that. I mean, because Wes. I, I didn't know it existed. I've never seen it, so yeah. you failed there. Now we're super excited. I, I take, super I take excited. a lesson on what, you know, like me. You may be having diary in public. Get it on. <laughs> get you a photo of that. Okay. See? Laura knows what's up. You know? You get one the chance. Thoughts, the thoughts that I have, like, you know, I've said to you guys a million. I've said to my whole fam- family knows. Everybody knows I will never get on a small plane. Never. Well, the Ever. helicopter's worse than any Way small worse. plane. Seriously. But, but see, the helicopter, I knew that it would only be like three or four minutes. Wait, tell me. I- a small plane, you got to do that. You got to take <sighs> off. You got to. I almost don't want to even like explain this logic to you. If do you want to take a helicopter ride in the future, or should I keep talking? I will never get on a helicopter. Again. Never again. Never again. I okay, wanna, so what is the difference? I will hike out of that canyon. Let me explain <laughs> to you. A helicopter ride, helicopter malfunction, helicopter crash, crash. Yeah. In an airplane, you're moving forward. All the engines go out. No glide. problem. We're you gliding. have wings. Yeah. You just glide that sucker. Well, you glide it in a race. But, but, but a helicopter planes have ever crashed. So the helicopter goes like this. Yes. And do you know? Do you it know? It spins first, really especially fast. in a canyon. Do you, do you know that there is a proper procedure for crash landing a helicopter? And that's that's if it's you, called a hang on because you're that's, dead. And that's and that's if you have like any sort of basic controls. One of one of Brian's roommates, um, he had a famous crash where he 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 fucking he belly flopped his his helicopter on like foothill. Or I think it was like Holt or something like that. Really? Like in, in our neighborhood. And he was, uh, he was, um, uh, he was one of the police sheriff guy helicopters. Um, and so what what happens is obviously major engine malfunction. And what you do is you just let that thing free fall, and then you basically just rear engines again, 
to like come back up, free fall, re-engines up, again, free fall until you just belly flop down. That is the procedure. That's for, all there is. That is the proper the proper for procedure for crashing a helicopter. Well, that's assuming you have power that you can power. Exactly, because most of the time it's just like, oh, helicopter, <laughs> crash. Yeah. Or and, down. The, and that you have an experienced pilot. So, like when I'm approaching our helicopter to get on, I'm thinking I have a war decorated pilot <laughs> that has She's making all kinds of grand assumptions. He was in Vietnam. I looked at no, it was a lady. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me tell let me tell this. Let me tell this now. I look over She's and, gaslighting herself into thinking it's safe. Yeah. And, and I look over Laura wants to ride a helicopter. And there's again. a little girl who's just gotten out of junior high. She's Violet's age and she, Violet is Violet how old is Violet? Thirteen. She's flying us out of the Grand Canyon. <laughs> it's Violet. In the, I mean, seriously, she was so young, and she I'm little, sure it was her first flight. Little blonde hair with a little ponytail, and I thought, okay, I can't judge her because she must be really good at this. And then the plane and it starts doing this because <laughs> you're in the wind. How's she gonna learn otherwise? Have you, you ever been in a helicopter? Yeah. Did you enjoy that? I don't mind it at all. Have you ever been in one? I've never been in one. I would, though. Do you want me to really mess your mind up? No. Yeah. Brian's Brian's police friend who, who crashed and did that belly flop, the guy was a pilot for years. The, the guy was a pro. And he probably only lived because he did that. There's there's like a term for it. It's like some kind of downdraft, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But um, do you know why it crashed? It's not because he didn't take care of his aircraft or, or he wasn't a good pilot. There was some secondary mechanic that like worked on his engine and left a bag of zip ties in there. That was it. Oops. Oops. <laughs> Laura's not getting in the helicopter. Well, again. I, you know Hawaii is my favorite place on earth. Yeah, I lots lo- of lots of tourists have died in helicopters. I love in Hawaii. Hawaii a lot more than in small planes. It's so gorgeous. More of them dying cars. Way but more. So many. Um, helicopter tours yeah. in Hawaii because they're flying into those Canyons. canyon areas and they clip one and they go down and they die. I would never do it in Hawaii. Yeah. Never, never, never. Well, Hawaii and then canyon, those are, you know, those are like very unique circumstances to, to helicopters where you have a lot of like strange and invariable winds and air, things like that. It's the air flows with makes, canyons. Makes, and the, yeah. yeah. The, here comes the ocean. But I mean, you I mean, I saw the, 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 the airplane yeah, crash. Especially the, on the beach. I mean, the, gosh. I like, mean, look at that crash of like Kobe Bryant's. Oh, man. Yeah. It's so terrible. Just horrific. And that was just, that was the same kind of thing where it was, it was weather. It, well, it was, it was foggy. Foggy. They couldn't see. Yeah. He, yeah. He was, he, he was, um, he wasn't sure about his uh, topography, I think is the word. Because he was supposed um, to be on site. He wasn't sure Meaning about, you can see because he couldn't rely on. Sure or no, about, I mean, not on site, but on instrument. I think that's so. If, on if, instrument, he wasn't he wasn't in the right, like, mapping area. And to be on, yeah. There's cliffs and yeah. just didn't see it. Horrible. We don't ever need to get on a helicopter anyway, again. If you, if I still can't believe cry, Kobe Bryant died. That's terrible. I still can't even believe it. Reality is a simulation. It was pretty. It was pretty awful. But if you're going to crash in a helicopter, it was a fabulous way to go because it was instantaneous. Totally. Imagine having to do the. Uh, you don't want to fall. Uh, uh, you don't want to fall. Auto rotation, I think, is what it's called, uh, where you just uh, uh, splash. Yeah. Terrible business. Terrible business. Anyway. Yeah. As a Southern California person, Kobe Bryant was pretty high up there. Of, Somebody, I mean, I couldn't believe it. Still, I still, I, I can't even, I haven't even processed it yet. Yeah. 
And he died like right like near my birthday. Too. It was like the day after, I think, yep. or like the day before. Well, Southern California. I love California. You do? I love. Ca- uh, I've, I've always loved why? California. It's all right. I love every. I love the weather in Southern it's California. The weather's great. The weather's great. No, it's not overrated. The weather's great. No, everything when, else. When I no, see now, let, let, let me just stop you right there because this. It's funny to me that you make a statement like that because California is a really big state. And it's the same thing with Texas. Like somebody to say, I love this about Texas. Well, there's this Texas, there's this Texas, there's this Texas. I've only ever been to Southern California. Well, I I should take you to Northern California where you can experience the weather in San Francisco. Because San Francisco, like in the peak of summer... There it's, is no summer. It's probably 70. There's no it's summer. like the high. It's always cold. It's always wet. It's, awesome. it's always windy. No, so it's not awesome. It's it's like uh, What's funny is like it'll be like 15 degrees out here and like windy. But for some reason in San Francisco, it's just worse because you're on the water. You're on yeah. the bay. A cold on the bay. wet is yeah. always cold. Yeah, yeah than that a... like spritzing yeah. on the water, frozen. So I so I laugh when I laugh when somebody says they like love the weather of California because it's just so varied. Yeah. I mean, go to Riverside. It's like it's no, don't de- go to Riverside. It's, no, it's, yeah, it's desert. I mean, it's just desert because there's lots of desert in California. I, I love Laguna Beach. Well, okay, so now <laughs> yeah, now so you're a lot of so so. That's a popular no, area. That's, that's fine. It's it is. Fun. Danny, yeah. Danny says. Wrong. Danny says like if you if you lay like nice things like out on it, I can like I ha- I will like sniff. I will go sh- like hound dog straight onto the nicest thing. <laughs> well, if I had to choose a place in California, it wouldn't be Laguna. No. Because Laguna is very touristy. No, I, I if you could live there, then you have enough money to buy around I would go to I would go someplace around Santa Barbara. If, oh my god, I was just about to <laughs> Oprah Oprah figured it out. That's I right. Mean, the next time we go to California, that's where we'll go. We'll go up to we Carmel. We don't have anyone to go oh there to gosh. visit anymore. We don't have to visit it anybody. It doesn't matter. We just go on our. We just go on our own. I'll take you to San Francisco so you can feel it. Yeah, just feel like a day. Well, because the Golden Gate Bridge <laughs> is something to see. Absolutely. Alcatraz is something to Carly experience. Carly loved to go to Alcatraz. Yeah. It was very interesting. Very yeah. interesting. But then I'll take you back down to Carmel, like where Clint Eastwood lives, and. Go into Santa Barbara because if I had to choose somewhere to live in California, that's where I would. Absolutely, one hundred percent. That was like on the tip of my mind. Santa Barbara is it. My buddy Tim used to live out there, and it was just like, God, the weather's just gorgeous, perfect every single day. Yeah, everyone's just happy. I mean, you're surrounded by some of the most beautiful people in the world, literally. Um, and the landscape is beautiful. There's ranches yeah. out there. Yeah, there's like hills. And yeah. there's like, it's not know, the beach. The, it's, but it's even not, although the beach is it's there. Really, yeah, the beach is right there, but it's not beachy. Let's you all know, move to Santa Barbara. Yeah. <laughs> well, Danny and I, like, we, we like to watch a lot of, like, real estate shows mm-hmm. and things like that. We're just interested in, you know, in seeing, because we've lived in Texas our entire life. Yeah. So you live up vicariously through these, you know, shows. And every time they'll bring up something in California, you know, I'll like love to watch it because I love, Ca- you know, I love the idea. You of love California. the idea. Of That's a perfect way to say it. And it is. It is the absolute. Well, we I, do I, too. I, I don't. I don't. There's things. I, I have no need to get into that on the podcast because I'm. You know that. 
what I would call you different things, uh-huh. but we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> but I, you know, I tell Danny, I'm like, I do not know why they moved here. I don't know why they did this. He goes, why did they leave that? You know, and I try to go into a different Don't you reason. remember having to pee stuck in traffic in Inglewood? That was so bad. That's yeah. why. That's no, we why. Just stop. Just stop. We'll go here. Well, I was, I was, uh, I was talking to my buddy, Nate, who's going to, he's going to move out here like next month. Um, we obviously lived in California our, our whole lives and that's one thing I always I always mention is that whenever I go back into our you know San Bernardino um, and I know the traffic is bad I know it's bad there's pl- so many freeways so many five lane freeways surrounding you yeah. but it just doesn't matter man I try and go somewhere at like noon or like it's one and it's just terrible and I'm stuck there for like 45 minutes just stuck there there's just I would have to stay dehydrated to live in California because literally if you cannot have a drink of anything and then get on a road. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, I almost, I, I was going to get out in Compton and go up to these people having a barbecue in their front yard to see could I use the bathroom. There's just too it many was, people there. There's, there's too just many too many there. people there. And, and the and last time that I went, when I went to get Melba, you know, I'm in, I'm in Rancho you know, like we're yeah. Victorian. And this is, and this is the this easy is, part. Just keep building. The, There's just more and yeah. more and more and yeah. more stuff. Yeah. There it's is just, there is no empty plot of land anymore. And it's you just, can't move about. Yeah. You just can't move about. And nobody wants to be suffocated. Yeah. But that feeling, though, that in Laguna, when you're like, you remember the restaurant that we went to on the beach that kind of jetted out and we had the fish tacos. Yes. Remember that? That's one of Megan's favorite places. I love that place. I see that. I don't know what this, I don't know what it's called, but I see it in shows and in movies because it has like the, it has like the, um, you're like right off PCH and this you're fish, right on PCH. The big fish shack, yes. shack is there. And they have like a the canopy out right there, there that are blue and white. Yeah. And yeah. I see it all the time. Yeah. But you go out there and you're sitting now on you that, say that patio. I know, I know what you're talking about from a movie that I'm thinking yeah. in my yes. head. Yeah. And just that breath, that air that you're able to like breathe in off the, you know, off ocean, ocean coming in. And I can like transport myself in my mind as sitting there i know the side of the table i was on i know what i was eating i know how it felt that that breeze went across me i mean that's how i mean it was magical it is but you know what i flash on i flash on the um 57 to try to get to oh my god just you saying 57 (laughs) (laughs) there's like six lanes and you're not going you're sitting on it you just sit like to get from orange county to San Bernardino Not County, where we nope. live. Well, we it's went at, it's we went at night. Didn't miles. We you would rather fly in a helicopter than get on the fifty-seven. <laughs> That's the problem. That's the problem. But now, I on the flip side of all that. Now, in the areas that I've like heard about, where I'm just like dumbfounded, where there's like poop on the sidewalk and things like that. No, nobody. I don't want to visit that's what, that. That's what I'm... You can't make a blanket statement about any state. No. Exactly. Like, I've I've had friends, like, hating on, like, San Francisco. And I'll definitely hate on San Francisco, but I still love San Francisco. The, but, hey, you know what? There are parts of Where San Where are you going? Exactly. What, what part of San what Francisco? What street are you on? Right. You know, like, if I have friends out here, they'd be like, oh, man, you're from L.A. Take us to L.A. First of all, it's like, you don't want to go to L.A. <laughs> but, but if I did, I know exactly where to not take you. Or I guess I could take you there if you like want to see this. Every everyone has their everyone has their little dirt spots, and you know, just like Dallas, there are some places in Dallas where I'm not going there. Exactly, I'm not going there. Exactly, there are places in Austin not going there either. Yeah. So 
you just have to know those spots and just don't go there. Right. Because you're not going to have a good well, time. Well, when I took her to California, that's why. Because I want to show. I mean, I took her to Hollywood Boulevard. We're gonna we're oh, gonna go down Laura. to Hollywood Boulevard, but I also took her to Rodeo Drive. Yeah. So now you, because he, here you go. Here's A. Here's F. Well, I mean, like we went to Stevie Nicks' house. That was cool. <laughs> what? I took her on the Hollywood tours where you get on the bus and you see the celebrities' houses. And then, oh, what you? T- I took her. We did. We rode on the bus. It was so much fun. And and this is a person who's never been to California. That is like peak tourist shit, right? Exactly. There. I, there isn't a more touristy activity you could do. There is anywhere. There's no other more tourist activity. Now you That's what you. If you want to, you want to show people like every realm. I mean, I take her to Laguna. We spent a day with Megan. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's, here's we went Laguna. at Mulholland Drive. I'm like, I it, I loved it. But I took her to the back of the Hollywood sign. Here's you know, yeah. I took but I took her to the mountains also and in then San me, Bernardino yeah. County. Me, me and her Jess were like, get, we got out of the airport and we're in an Uber and we're gonna go to Rancho in the Uber, and we're at this place and there's like overhead wires and all this, and I said, oh, I don't know, I made some dumb comment. And Jessica's like, no, we're not. We don't want to get out of here. We don't want to. We're in Compton. I said, as in straight out of. <laughs> exactly. We're gonna get straight out of Compton. Straight out of. And yeah. I, and I, we're on the way yeah. straight out of. But literally, that's all I knew was like, oh, straight out of. Yeah. yeah. You know, as in that place. Ooh. You know, lock the doors. It's funny because Compton's like actually oh, yeah, better, it was, it but Compton was, was worse. Circling was around in, in that. Well, like, why we call circling? that the ghetto bird, and that just that just happens. <laughs> yeah. I felt like in the amount of time that we were out there, I gave her a, a lot of diversity to see. Well, Cal, once and like and to your point, California does have a lot of diversity. Yes. And Texas does. Texas has diversity as well, but California has like. Once again, California has everything. We like you can go to the top of the snow mountain to the desert. Exactly. I mean, and and the beach. An hour to, and the to the beach to the And that was what was crazy to the redwoods to, me. to the I mean to go to be at Laguna Beach and then to go to the top of Mount Baldy. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was so weird to me yeah. because yeah. in Texas And you could do that in like 2 hours. Yeah. Exactly. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. You know, it was just so weird. And then things, you know, stupid things like the Hollywood sign, yep. Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. That's not you know? stupid if you like it. Well, I mean, it's just... It's just something that you can see. It's I mean, Well, and well it's, you identify with it as right. a, you know, like, it's like, I know that. There's songs about Mulholland Drive. I've heard about Jack Nicholson, things he's done on Mulholland Drive. <laughs> oh, <know>? boy. <laughs> but then I was like on, um, on Rodeo Drive, so in Pretty Woman, it was like, we saw the store... Well, when you watch it in the movie, it looks like this huge expanse of. Yeah. It was literally like a closet. That's like door. the size of this table. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I'm still dumbfounded over the whole thing. Don't need that much space when you're selling like thirty thousand dollar boots and jacks and shit like yeah. that. So. But we went to the like the market that's there. What's that market called? What's so it's like groceries, restaurants, all kinds of shops. What's that? Oh, that called? was a, that was over like by CBS Studios. I'm not sure what that's called. Well, I've seen Blake Shelton buying groceries there before in People Magazine. <laughs> well, we drove by where Blake Shelton, where Gwen Stefani married to Gavin Rossdale. We saw their house. She was very excited. Oh, about she's that. excited about I'm it. I'm telling There's you, I no, gave her. She a had a good time. She gave you an answer there. Yeah. No and, then, answer. and then one night she took me to the 
to, I about to say to the Ranger game. Then one night she we drove all the way to the Dodger game and we all the way. It's like forty five minutes. Yeah, all the way. All the way, and they were hand, gonna hand me the. You drove from away. Compton to Rancho. That's like an hour and a half. Well, we drove from because I took her. I took her to Santa Barbara, where I mean not Santa Barbara, Santa Monica, where we oh, where God. we. What did we do on a boat there with in Santa Monica? Remember, we were down by the pier. That's where we got on our tour. Is that where we got on the tour? Yeah, we got lost. But then when we came out of that, it's like three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, you're dead. You might as well stay the night. I'm just dead. And she's got that big tea. <laughs> well, she didn't even tell me. Like I oh got the Trenta ice cream tea that tall. I would have slapped that out of your hands. Oh, well, she and good friend would say, "Hey, you might want to slow up." We had to. We no. had to. Be, I used to drive for a living in L.A., so I would have slapped. We that had tea to out be to hand. dinner like for my brother in Alta Loma at like seven o'clock. At night, not gonna make it. Not happening. We barely made it. <laughs> and then we it was went four hours. It was four a, hours. It was to, a pitch. To, to literally go like thirty miles. Yeah. yeah. It was so dark in that restaurant. It was like if someone put you in a closet and shut the light off. And then your grandma mm. said she needed to go to the bathroom, and she wanted me to help her. Well, it was so dark I could barely see my way to the bathroom. <laughs> You're like, I need to help. Where were we? Cheesecake we were at Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, it yeah. was so pitch. It was pitch black in there. Yeah, go out there with Uncle Keith. It's Cheesecake Factory. That's it's my brother. It's going to be Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. That's just what it's going to be. I don't know those. You know, since he's had his issues, if he's still on to his. No, he's like lost like thirty pounds. He had a heart attack, like thirty pounds, and he's he's. I didn't send medical him cookies. I didn't send him cookies for his birthday this year. Yeah. Medical issues cause you to rethink your life That's choices right. so that you don't have the consequences of your life choices. When I went to the surgeon this morning, he was like Good. Me, he was telling me how good I had done, you know, that he just really was happy with my progress. I lost like thirty five pounds. Thirty six. Thirty six pounds. Thirty six. <laughs> well that 36. weight car- carrying on your artificial knee is not is not so, a good thing. But you know, when you do have like, I mean, I just used it as like, look, I went, a knee or a joint replacement is no easy thing. Yeah. And I'm not going to do something that's going to cause me to have to get it redone because I don't take care of it, meaning make myself carry extra weight so that yeah. it wears yeah. out sooner. Anyway, he was very happy with that. It's very but good, ma'am. I hope your brother does the same. It sounds like they, he jumped he, right in. Yeah, he it, it he was terrified yeah. from what happened to him. So yeah, I mean it wasn't like he was a really big guy to me. No, no but, but he had super, a terrible super diet. Super unhealthy. I mean, he just ate fast food. But did me it, was worked for him for years. I don't I mean, remember his like, stomach being that big. But no, he wasn't that heavy. It's just it's just what no, he's it's consuming just, it's just is every, garbage. Laura, every day he's just like Dr. Pepper. Wasn't eating here's, McDonald's here's, here's, here's a lot every day. Uh, every single day, yeah. Every fast day, fast food, food every single day. Huge candy day. bars every single day. And yeah, he didn't look big. He wasn't that big. He's, I was gonna say he. He's never a big fat guy. He's never someone you look at. No, just all of his arteries are clogged. Yeah, it's no one you look at and be like, oh, you're out of shape. It's like you just look like a normal regular guy but oh my inside like he's just yeah because yeah. it's just all, all that crap he's eating all the time yeah he said he didn't eat he didn't eat meat anymore he doesn't eat sugar anymore he just that's wild isn't that wild doesn't eat fast food anymore? i think because sugar was like his biggest thing yeah hello do you know who his sister is Hey, I just had my whole, all my blood work done. They said everything is perfect. My triglycerides, my cholesterol, everything's perfect. I'm going to be curious to see when I have mine, everything redone, how it looks after that, you know? Yeah. But it's so funny, like, 
I've always been able to like not eat sweets. That's not like my downfall. You know, it's, it's she wants nachos. I want nachos. I love a good nacho. <laughs> oh, I would take. I would trade nachos for ten peanut M and M's. I like candy. So I so I'm just not having nachos. I, I at some point in my future I will have nachos again. I don't know when that will be. Yeah. We can find you like a vegan recipe for nachos or something like that. No, you'll just get to the point where you have nachos once a month, you know? Exactly. And when it, I want, my goal is to get to like 20% fat on your body Mm -hmm. and then see where I'm at at that point and then kind of work things back in that I enjoy and find a balance Yeah, because that's what's hard is to keep it off. That's what's hard. And then in the meantime, I'll just but take, now I'll I wanted I wanted sugar. So like the minute I drove onto the property, and I I knew cookies were on the property. They're frozen though. I didn't care. Like, no, they're in the office. It's all back in the office. I almost told you like, could you take one of the everything cookies, break it into fours, and bring me a fourth, just so that I could have it. And then I started wanting banana bread. I mean, it was like. That, that's what I wanted the minute I came in oh, here. My, my property represents cookies yeah. and bananas. Well, Sugar I'm, like, I'm like thinking, there's bubs. And I'm feeling like I'm bubs because I want a bite of sugar. She just gets on the counter and takes it. So you should just do the same. Yeah. Be like bubs. <laughs> I think it's because like nachos and all that, that's carbs and fats. And that processes the same way sugars do. Yeah. And since I'm eating so, so much less carbs and fats... You know, more like lean meat and lean yeah. carbs. I think then I have like occasionally want, want a sugar. Yeah. And I wish I occasionally want a sugar. That's an everyday thing. I just, yeah. want, I just want the sugar. Are you still keeping like all the cookies frozen down at his house? No, they're here. But I stay away from them. They're here. Be Just be glad you're not like Danny because you know what he does when... I know. It wouldn't be in the freezer. He would just eat them. Yeah. Just take them out and eat them. It wouldn't them. even be a cookie. Just eat the dough. <laughs> It, he's he's just like a ravaging dog, you know, and stuff like that. Seriously, he knows no limits. I no. Mean, no, it doesn't matter how much is there; he's going to eat it all. No, it's so daggum bad. Yeah. So I ordered. Why does he? Why do you make him go on a diet? He needs to be too. He's almost yeah. seventy years old, and he needs to be taking care of himself. And he wants to. He wants but, to. <laughs> so I ordered four chicken noodle soups from Chick-fil-A. And each soup, I ordered four packages of crackers. I particularly like their cracker because it's harder than most. And it comes from this New England baking company. I could just, there's a whole analysis this on this cracker. This is just a saltine cracker? Yes. Yeah. And I, I just really like it. I see. And so occasionally I would have two crackers, two. I came home. Uh-oh, he ate all the crackers. I'm like, where? It's like Mr. Peepers the crackers. I just want a cracker. I like looking where the crackers were because there was a whole pile. And there's, why, would he, why would he want a cracker? He loves saltines. Like he loves good. them the way your mom talks about sugar. He's that way in crackers. Saltines? Yeah. That's nothing. He loves a saltine. It's something you eat when you have the flu. No, he would like eat <laughs> sleeves of saltines by themselves wow. if they were left. What? That's fascinating. I did that when I was a kid. I put peanut butter on them. I need a whole sleeve I like of peanut butter and jelly on saltine. Very good. Well, there was like six crackers last night left. And I'm thinking, if I leave those there, I will never see them again. Put them in your purse. So I took the six packages and I hid them in the crystal wine glass up in a cabinet. Da, 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 da. 
so he wouldn't get them. Mm-hmm. I said, can you just leave them there? He says, no, I cannot do it. I can't leave them. I I'll say right not. now. I will not. Lisa's <laughs> is honest. He knows himself. He can't. I mean, I, if, if sweets are delivered to the door, I mean, because I sent cookies like the last time we baked. Did he eat all of those like within like one day, twenty four hours? <laughs> my son, my son says like it's, it's, a, it's a horrible analogy, but it is literally the truth. It's a terrible analogy, and I shouldn't even say it. But I will. Yes, 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 do it. But he says Danny is like a pack of rat, starving dogs on a three legged cat. <laughs> it's a terrible analogy. It's terrible. That is terrible. That's pretty bad. <laughs> it's terrible. I'll cut that out. No. Oh, no. <laughs> but the and the reason he says it is because it's such a Texas saying too. Oh, three legged cat. It's just terrible. It, I shouldn't. They would never say that in California. <laughs> if someone brings sweets to our door, like he cannot just like. Take you a plate out of the cabinet. What's this get, plate? The, what yeah, what plate? plate get, <laughs> get a knife. No reason to get the plate dirty. Please place a piece here and walk to your chair and sit with the light on. Number one, you just start. You just get some fork. Yeah, you just, no, no, just, just, just get some type of utensil, whatever's closest, and just starts hacking at it and stuffing it like right over by the sink, and he'll just eat. Like where's the video? A whole, I've, since, I've seen many photos, and I know exactly what she's talking about. She's seen, like, I when the cookies came, so the cookies came in, like, a vacuum seal bag. So if you're going to open those, you're going to have to transfer it into something else. Not because, if you eat them all. <laughs> so I, I put them in two containers, Tupperware containers type things with the lid on, and then all of a sudden I looked. I went to the back, put my pajamas on, came back in there. There he was. Had the whole, or that was the picture I sent. Yeah. yeah, the whole bowl, and he was just going to town. Wow. Yeah, it's no shame about it either. No. <laughs> Lemon loaves. Oh, that's a terrible business. When he eats his dinner, does he eat a large quantity of food? He does. <gasps> that was a yes. <laughs> it's so sad. So I've made this thing. It's um just some turkey talk. When I have a craving for like Mexican food, then I try to fix something that's gives me a taste of Mexican food, but it's not. So I did like turkey taco meat with some shredded lettuce, some little bit of shredded cheese, some pico, a little bit of hot sauce, a tablespoon of sour cream, and you just have it kind of like a little taco salad. But there's very little fat, the high protein. Yeah, that's all good stuff. So the other night, where was I? I think it might, I don't know. Oh, I had gone somewhere with my daughters shopping. And then I came back and the top, I put it in a, another Tupperware. I looked and it was down like that far. I mean, all you need is one cup of that in your bowl and you're good. Needs a funny word. I don't know what he did, but we were going to bed and he said he didn't feel good. <laughs> and I said, what's wrong with you? He said, I think I ate too much taco. I said, one. One. I don't know. It was good. <laughs> you know? He just, he loves food. He loves food. He says it's best if you just don't keep it here. You know? <laughs> we should just should not have food in our You home. should get a safe. Why don't you put your food in a safe? A food safe. Yeah. Like a gun <laughs> safe, but just put food in it. Yeah, like a big refrigerator the, with like a combination the, on the it. The only way I could do it, and I think I may do this the next time, is like if I make it really hot, that would give him indigestion. Spicy hot? 
then he, he no, would, then he just eats it and regrets it more. Cause no, because if he has to stay up at night and he's sick with it, then he'll be off of it. You think so? Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like this is someone who's gonna like. It sounds like a very in the moment type thing. It's not like he's gonna like learn from his mistakes. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> do like Loretta and going. The, the yeah, bed. We're, 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 we're talking about like frenzied type behavior yeah. to where well on sugar, <clears throat> on sugar, yeah. Well, it sounds like Taco because Meat when too. he eats a bunch of sugar, it doesn't make him sick. No. Yeah, it doesn't make me sick either. No. I could, I you know, like my cookies, like a package, like like nine everything cookies. I could probably eat five of them, and I'd just be too full. But it doesn't make me sick. Yeah, I don't have that either. I don't. I don't even know what being sick from eating too much sugar is. Me neither. I, I've, I've never experienced. I wished it. I had that. I've never been. I've never been sick from. Co- I can eat cookies. Like any, you know, I'll I'll eat like a whole box of Thin Mints. Tonight, easy, and I'll Done. be I'll be fine. Done. What What gets me is that I want the cookies, I want the candy, and I want the ice cream all wrapped up in the one. Yeah, and that's where I get in trouble. Yeah, I'm getting a bill for that tomorrow <laughs> because of the milk and the ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a little bit of lactose intolerance. Yeah. I don't have that. I could eat a half a yeah. I don't have that. Cream. I could drink a gallon yeah. of milk. Yeah. Oh, I've always said like if Danny was married to your mom. We'd be fat as a Oh, house. I think you would be on 600 pound life. You guys would life. have matching scooters. We'd be on my 600 pound life together. You guys Sharing each other's moves. I can. Yeah. I can't give off the sugar. No. Be Walmart for like three hours at because a time. Because he would be, he would be in there worse than Bubs at the rest. Like standing there as as she's like yeah. taking him off. He wouldn't even let her get him off the sheet. Oh yeah, and all your dogs would be fat too. That's right. Yeah. Because Bubs wants cookies too. She likes banana bread a lot, but she'll she'll take cookies too. Has she taken one? She's taken cookies. She's taken a whole bag of cookies oh, before. The tray. Boobs. She was such a good and cute puppy. She likes sugar, like her mama. Bubs, you talk about you in there, Bubs. I see your big face, Bubs. With her little tooth. She has the cutest tooth known to man. Oh, Bub Bubs. You want right. to go to Michigan, Bubs? She doesn't. She doesn't like flying on an airplane like her mama. Speaking of food, I need to go have some dinner because I'm Ditto. starving. All right, guys. I'm going to have everybody. some Jersey Mike's. Ooh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys.